Join us at the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of At the Movies. Hey, everyone, I'm your host, Anonymous Number One. And I'm your host, Anonymous Number Two. Before we get started, make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Movies Podcast to stay updated on future episodes and for a chance to interact with us. Yeah. And also, for any new listeners here, we release two episodes each week. Thursdays are dedicated to Thriller Thursday, where we talk about our favorite and least favorite thrillers. And Sunday, we alternate between Spooky Sunday, which is all about horror movies, and Sunday Fun Day, where we talk about our life experiences. You don't want to miss an episode. And and also, don't forget to stick around till the very end to listen to our funny bloopers. <laughs> Literally the best part. Alright, so I'm sure if you're a returning listener here, you know that it is time for another Thriller Thursday episode. Woo! And if you're new here, welcome and we hope that you enjoy today's episode. So, with all of that being said, today we wanted to talk about a movie that was super popular when it came out and got everyone talking about it. Now, I'm sure we've talked enough, and I'm sure you guys all want to know what movie we're talking about today. So, without further ado, the thriller movie that we're going to be reviewing today is... Drumroll, please. Get Out. So Get Out was released in 2017 and it stars Daniel Kaluuya, Allison Williams, Bradley Whitford, and Katherine Keener. And there's also a bunch of other supporting roles in this movie as well. Yeah. So how we saw this movie, I think for me, Anonymous 1, I saw it after Anonymous 2 saw it. And mm-hmm. basically, I just remember everybody talking about it and it was yeah. this, like huge thing. So me and my boyfriend watched it together like mm-hmm. in his house or my house or something like that. Oh, so you watched it like quite a bit later after it came out then, right? Like maybe t- 2019? Wait. <laughs> I'm thinking. I don't remember. Wait. I remember it- yeah, I think that's actually right, but I'm honestly not sure. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, honestly, fair enough. It was quite, not a while ago, but like a decent amount of time Yeah, ago. for some reason I thought it came out in 2019, but I guess not. I know, that's the thing. Like, it's literally 2017. What What is that? Like, like oh my god, I'm so I, bad at math. I'm so bad at math. Four Wait. years ago? Okay, four years ago. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, four years ago. Yeah, I guess that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, true. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so for me, Anonymous 2, I think that I saw this movie literally maybe like the first weekend that it came out because I was super keen to see it. And I went with my boyfriend and literally fell in love with it when I watched it and that same weekend I literally went back to the movie theater with my family to watch it with them because I was like oh my god I need to see this again yeah nice anyways now that we've hyped this movie up let's dive into the plot Woo! So essentially this movie starts out in a predominantly white neighborhood where a black man is trying to meet up with his girlfriend. So basically the man is kind of lost and like wandering around the neighborhood when suddenly a car starts to closely follow him and he starts to feel anxious and obviously walks the other way. He's like, I don't want anything to do with this. However, the man in the car who is wearing a mask ends up kidnapping him and putting him in the back of the car. So pretty crazy start of the movie. After the suspenseful scene happens, the movie pans to a woman named Rose who is played by Allison Williams and she's actually bringing home some baked goods for her 
boyfriend, Chris, who's played by Daniel Kaluuya. So cute. So cute, right? So they basically start talking about their weekend trip to go visit her parents, who Chris has never met before. And I think they've only been dating for like four or five months or something at this point. And this is where Chris expresses that he's nervous to meet them because he's a black man and she is white and he's worried that the family Mm -hmm. won't accept him. And he's also the first black man that she's ever dated. But however, Rose reassures him that they're going to love him yeah exactly so later that day they obviously went to go drive to rose's parents house and on the way chris gets a call from his friend who's at the time i think he's looking after his dog Mm -hmm. and the friend jokingly tells chris that he should be careful going to her parents house for the weekend So, obviously, after their phone call, the couple is laughing because Chris is like, oh my god, my friend's ridiculous. But suddenly, out of nowhere, they hit a deer and they have to obviously pull over to the side of the road. And in fact, when Chris goes to check up on the deer, he seems very deeply disturbed when he finds out that it's dead. Mm -hmm. And just gonna make a little disclaimer here, this is a really important kind of, like, message to keep in mind for when we talk about this later on. That scene was literally so fucking scary. I was like, oh my Oh my god. Oh my god, it is. It, the deer, it like, really is. Like, the, the deer like, came out of nowhere. I was like, yeah, holy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's how they get you. So when Chris and Rose arrive at the house, her parents, who are played by Bradley Whitford and Catherine Keener, and her brother, who is played by Caleb Landry Jones, are super welcoming. Like, they give them a hug. They're, like, very happy to see them. And everything seems, like, pretty normal. So soon after the meeting the parents, Chris meets the family's maid and she's a black woman named Georgina and Chris is a little bit put off because Georgina is acting very bizarre mm-hmm. and kind of has like a blank stare to her yeah. face and he also notices this weird stare as well when he meets the gardener named Walter who is black as well. Yeah. And after Chris notices that, Rose's dad actually tells him that he knows it looks a little bit weird that both the maid and the gardener are black, but that they actually took care of Rose's grandparents before they died, so the family just couldn't bear to fire yeah. them afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Like, so they were kind of like part of the family. Exactly. Away. Yeah. So later that day, the family has lunch, and Rose's parents bring up the fact that Chris smokes. And Rose's mom actually tells Chris that she's a professional hypnotist and she can cure his addiction. Mm-hmm. But Chris declines. Yeah, I think he's like a little bit like scared of yeah. that, which I would be too. I would like, be too. I'd be like, um, like, don't mess with my mind, like scary. please. Yeah, I think exactly. I do with somebody I have to really trust. Yeah, or like a exactly. really like a hundred percent, not someone you just meet. No, on the first day. exactly, not your parents' like girlfriend. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, your, your parents' girlfriend, your girlfriend's parents, your girlfriend's parents. That's what I meant. That's funny. Yeah. So later that night, Chris wakes up from his sleep and decides that he's gonna go sneak downstairs for a little late night cigarette. But on the way in he actually bumps into Rose's mom who is sitting in her office. So she essentially ends up hypnotizing him to, like she said, help him stop smoking, but ends up making him open up about his childhood where you find out that his mother passed away after she was hit by a car and Chris did nothing to save her. So this is like a pretty like crazy scene because at first Chris thinks that she's just trying to like get him off of his addiction, Mm -hmm. but she ends up really like prying about his childhood. And like, I feel like it's like pretty disturbing. Like you find out about all these like crazy things in his life. And on top of this, while they're speaking, Rose's mom ends up hypnotizing Chris into this sunken place where ultimately Chris's mind is floating in a dark space and he can't speak or move. So essentially, it's almost like he's trapped inside of his own body. And in the film, like their portrayal of this is so scary. Like his body is basically floating down in his mind and he can see her and hear her, but he can't 
speak or or like move or anything so it's yeah, really it's like crazy. quite terrifying it is for sure and the way she hypnotizes him too it's just so quick and scary it's like yeah. with a spoon and like the i know mug. she like taps it, on the she spoon, taps it, yeah. on the mug yeah, yeah with it's spoon. crazy yeah. for sure so the next morning, Chris wakes up in his bed and he's obviously terrified by the night before, but decides not to dwell on it and just to enjoy his weekend. Yeah. And as well, he stops craving cigarettes, so he's really happy that the hypnosis actually worked that yeah. way. I think he, that's why he kind of like puts it aside and like decides yeah. to forget about like the traumatic events that took place because obviously like yeah. he's not craving cigarettes, so that's like kind of a good thing. Exactly. So that same day, Rose's parents end up hosting a large family gathering at their house, and Chris is a little nervous because there's so many people and he feels like he's the odd one out because he's the only black man there. He notices that Rose's extended family is quite strange and pretty yeah. strange stereotypical towards Chris mm -hmm. so some of the relatives tell him that they love Tiger Woods love the color black think he is so strong and muscular and etc etc yeah so yeah basically just a lot of racial stereotypes definitely so eventually Chris sees that one of the people who attended the family gathering is also black and he immediately goes over to greet him and it is actually this point in the movie that you realize that this man is the same exact man from the beginning of the movie who was kidnapped so at this point in time Chris is concerned because this man actually has the exact same demeanor as Georgina and Walter so obviously Chris wants to investigate this whole situation and he eventually ends up taking a picture of this man but he actually accidentally uses flash and for a split second this man kind of comes out of his trance and ends up screaming at Chris to get out and get the fuck out of here and so like this is so I'm literally I'm getting goosebumps like, yep, it's so same. crazy so you know this whole crazy scene happens and Rose's mom ends up explaining to Chris that this man just had like a general seizure and that you know he'll be fine eventually and Chris is kind of sus about this yeah definitely so weird yeah because I feel like that's not really something that happens in a seizure. Like, no. you know, just like scream, like get out, get the fuck out of here. Like, exactly, especially because he was screaming that at yeah. Chris. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, he was screaming this just to Chris, like no one. No else. one else, exactly. After this suspenseful scene, Chris ends up going on a walk with Rose, and he explains to her that he's really uncomfortable and he wants to leave. However, back at the house, while Chris and Rose are on a walk, mm -hmm. so at the same time, the family gathering is having a silent auction where it looks like they are auctioning off a picture of chris and a blind man ends up winning the bid which is so it, 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 everything point, just like, is so weird i know and like the thing is with this movie too just like a quick like side note it's like you don't understand what's happening you no, know what i no, mean no, like no. you're like what are they auctioning him for like what's gonna happen do you yeah, know what i mean it's just super weird and strange and, and just so, so many things yeah, are happening and so suspensefully like you just don't know what's gonna happen yeah. from there on and you, you definitely know? like have a feeling that there's something yeah. off you just can't put your finger on it exactly like you don't know exactly what it is yeah for sure so later that night chris and rose decide that they're going to pack their bags and leave the parents house so before they leave chris goes to get his camera and he finds a box filled with pictures of rose and all of the black people that work in the house mm -hmm. and in the pictures you can see that walter and georgina are both in them mm -hmm. among many other black yeah. people as well yeah, that are like exactly. with rose in the pictures yeah. And at this point in time, Chris starts getting really suspicious and rushes Rose to leave the house. However, she can't find her keys and Chris starts to panic. Oh my god, it's the most suspenseful it's scene ever. It's awful. I was like, oh my god, get out like right now, like leave the house immediately. I was like, just, just, just leave. Also, quick disclaimer, the next little bit that we're going to be talking about is the spoiler of the movie. So if you don't want to know and you want to see it for yourself, make sure you skip ahead to our likes and dislikes. 
So when Rose's parents see that Chris and her are about to leave, they start to question what's up and why they're leaving so suddenly. And this is where Chris yells at Rose once again to get the keys. And eventually it is revealed that Rose is in on the family's plan. And the mom clinks her teacup and Chris gets put in a hypnosis state where he can't move anymore. Which is so insane. It's so crazy. And let me just say, honestly, when I was watching the movie for the first time, I actually had no no idea that Rose was in on it. Like, I actually didn't Me suspect neither. it. I didn't suspect it at I all. It. I was like, you, you bitch. Like, oh, I hated insane. her. And it's fucked. She flips a switch, like, so it's easily. It's like, really she just, scary. She, like, she like holds up her keys, like, yeah. I got this. Like, it's she's It's literally so, so terrifying. I have goosebumps talking about it because I know. she just switched so quickly. It's like, and she was what? so nice and sweet. And yeah. she was just like, hey, like. Because, no. you know what? When I first watched the movie, I thought that maybe she didn't know about it. Same. Or, same, same. or I thought that the mom had, like, hypnotized her to like Same. not know what was going yep. on do you know what yep. i mean i did not know she was in on it so I, it was, I was like shook. a plot twist it was yeah. it was such a good plot twist yeah. i agree for sure did not see okay. that coming me neither so the family ends up taking his body to the basement where chris wakes up tied up to a chair with like this random tv screen in front of him so eventually the tv ends up playing a video of rose's family from many years ago where her grandparents were basically still alive and in this video the grandparents talk about this new brain surgery that they have created where essentially they remove the brains of old or sick white people and transfer them into the bodies of chosen black people which is so fucked up it's so insane so insane and basically they mention in the video that they feel like the black race has far superior genes and that they want to experience life inside their bodies which is so fucked it's just like just the concept the overall concept is just so insane it's just so crazy and it's like in the movie when you're watching it you think that maybe like they hypnotize like the black people that are in the house but it's actually revealed that no they're actually white people people's brains inside of their bodies which is which is so it's wild. just insane it's crazy yeah so i'm sure if you're listening you can definitely see where this is going and basically chris has been chosen for this surgery and the blind man that won the auction at the family gathering is essentially going to steal his body and have his brain transferred inside of chris's head like so I, scary honestly i have goosebumps like it's yeah. literally so terrifying terrifying and exactly. he's being told this like he's tied to yeah. a chair being told this like imagine like you just know what's going to happen to you it's not like they're like they just do it and get it over with kind of thing like they're sitting there and telling him yeah what's gonna happen which is just so crazy and the messed up thing about the surgery is that a piece of chris's soul will still remain inside his body but the blind person will be able to move and speak so essentially chris would always be in the sunken place mm-hmm. of his body yeah. which is just so oh insane i honestly think it would like obviously like the surgery as a whole is like so fucked up yeah but i think the fact that like his soul is still in the body and like he can still like hear is more fucked up than if he were to just be exactly. like exactly gone completely yeah. gone out because of his body. he can't even like do anything he's, like, like get out of it exactly his, he's trapped like it's, it's so terrifying fucked. yeah it's like torture basically yeah exactly yeah and also the next part is a huge twist in the movie where you find out that georgina and walter are actually rose's grandparents who had the brain surgery before they passed away which is why they were acting so strange yeah. so literally like them like walter and georgina when they were speaking and like acting like maneuvering around yeah. like throughout the movie 
was actually the grandparents brain yeah which is so crazy and it explains so much insane terrifying you're right it does explain a lot because then you kind of just like understand everything and yep. why everything was so weird and strange exactly, it all exactly. kind of pieces together yeah yeah yep. and basically while chris is discovering all of this crazy new information his friend at home who is babysitting his dog is super worried about chris mm. because he isn't answering his phone yeah exactly so pretty much at this point chris's friend decides that he's going to call rose and she ends up acting super suspicious over the phone so while he's making this phone call at this point in time chris is still obviously tied to the chair in the basement and he knows that he must come up with a plan before they start this brain transplant procedure mm -hmm. so it's at this moment where chris is honestly so smart and starts thinking on his feet and pretty much what chris does is he ends up scratching the chair that he's sitting on and he removes the cotton from it and puts it in his ear like stuffs it in so that when the mom tries to hypnotize him again he won't be able to hear it and to be put under into a trance so pretty much what he's yeah. doing is he wants to like make himself be able to be awake yeah so that he's not going to be unconscious and they can just like take him to like the procedure room exactly which is so smart so smart i would not know what to do no it's just situation. such a good move like you know how we always say in some movies the characters are so dumb and they'll be like oh exactly. okay yeah, yeah i heard a noise i'll yeah. go check it out he's like no, yeah. no no like i need to really exactly you know, come up with a plan exactly come up yeah. with a plan and he does so after chris comes up with his plan this is where the mom actually comes in one more time and she clinks her teacup with the spoon to try to put him in a trance and chris pretends that he's unconscious so when rose's brother unties him from the chair chris smacks him over the head with a stone so chris then takes the deer head that's hanging on the wall and ends up stabbing the dad when he tries to investigate the situation so crazy so chris basically runs upstairs after he bumps into the mom and has to smash her teacup before she can hypnotize mm -hmm. him again it's and so thank god he does i'm yeah. like bye cop see you later yeah, you're bye. so annoying <laughs> i hated that stupid little teacup yeah. <laughs> and to conclude this crazy scene chris ends up stabbing her so after the scene, Chris ends up running to the car where he tries to escape, but Rose ends up running after him with a shotgun. So insane. Like, oh, she's literally so psycho. suspenseful. She's lit. She's like the most psycho one. She like, is. She actually is. One. She's the worst. Yeah. So at this point, Rose, Georgina, and Walter try to intervene, and Chris ends up swerving the car and crashing it into a tree. So obviously at this point, Chris is like, I need to think on my feet. So pretty much what he does is he ends up taking a flash photo of Walter, and Walter at this point in time snaps back into his old soul, and he pretty much takes the shotgun off of Rose's hands and shoots Rose and then ends up shooting himself, which is honestly really sad. And I think it's just at that point in time where the actual Walter just tells himself I will never be free because he's already had the brain transplant so I think when yeah. they're snapped out of the trance it only lasts for a couple seconds so he's like I would honestly just rather be dead than have to like endure what I've been going through which is honestly so sad. Yeah it's very sad. Yeah. So at the very end of the film Chris's friend luckily ends up coming to save him. He knew that something was off and he came to save his friend and he pretty much ends the movie off by making a joke about how he told Chris to never go visit them on that weekend which is kind of like a bit of comedic relief for the end yeah of the movie. at the end for sure you know which there's like a lot he was of like right, i guess oh oh 100 he was always right and i feel like it's kind of nice to have that comedic relief at the end of like a scary movie especially yeah, just because especially in this movie like there's so much gore and like suspense at the end like at the last 20 minutes of the film so i feel like it was like nice to yeah. have that kind of like break and like nice little laugh definitely like a nice closure ending yeah nice yeah. closure for sure yeah 
All right, and now we're going to be moving on to our likes and dislikes section where we talk about what we liked and what we didn't like so much about the movie. Exactly. And honestly, for this episode, we thought that we would kind of change up the format a little bit for our likes because Anonymous One and I honestly appreciated the hidden messages in this movie so much. So mm-hmm. we thought we would dedicate a little section of all the hidden meanings and why like we personally like them. So I guess I'll start off with the hidden meanings from Anonymous 2 here. And I would say one of the biggest hidden meanings that Anonymous One and I appreciated while watching this film was kind of just like the overall message of the movie in itself. So obviously after this film, like we mentioned before, we did so much research into kind of the whole meaning behind the movie and also the other hidden Easter eggs as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we really wanted to kind of have an understanding of Jordan Peele's vision and what he wanted to convey across the movie. And I think it's really important to note that, you know, the overall message of this film is that black culture is often appropriated. So, you know, I think Jordan Peele did a really interesting take on this in the movie. So, you know, like we mentioned before, essentially this white family was putting their brains into the bodies of black people. And I think the messaging here was that they're essentially appropriating their entire beings, which is just so insane. And like, just so, I feel like the message is that much more impactful. Like it it really just sticks with you. So moving on to the second hidden message throughout the movie, this one relates to the deer scene that we were talking about kind of at the beginning of the plot. So basically when Chris was confronted with the dead deer, he kind of stood in his tracks and was very nervous, very on edge, as opposed to Rose, who basically had no feeling whatsoever Mm -hmm. towards that. And this kind of translates into the scene we were also talking about where Chris opens up to Rose's mom about how when he was younger, his mom got hit by a car and he pretty much sat there and didn't do anything and so I think this kind of relates to each other because obviously they hit a deer on the side of the road it died there wasn't anything they could do about it and so this kind of brought up Chris's past traumas with his mom when he was younger so I think they did a really good job in this film of kind of tying the theme of trauma throughout different scenes for sure So the next hidden Easter egg that Anonymous 2 and I found to be interesting is when Rose's family has a huge gathering in the backyard and like they're doing the auction thing. Yeah. And Chris is the only person wearing blue while all of the white people are wearing some form of red color. And based on some of the research that we did on this film, it represents the American flag and how there is a divide. And I think that was such an interesting take on Jordan Peele's part Mm -hmm. because I think it's just such a subtle message and Mm -hmm. I'm happy that we were able to kind of research search it and look more Mm -hmm. into it because I feel like just the tiny little details that you do find throughout the movie are just so interesting and it just gives you a different perspective and the fact that it's representing the American flag and how there is a divide and you know I think it is so relatable to present life. A hundred percent especially like you know during 2020 and and everything that was going down in the United States like I think you know it doesn't just pertain to the U.S. but Mm -hmm. I, I think in specific that's where this movie was like kind of targeting. And I also think that this hidden message even goes further and touch on social injustices regarding race so I think when you watch this movie and you sit down to really reflect on it do some research it is very educational and Mm -hmm. it just touches on like so many different little things that are picked up throughout the movie so I definitely highly recommend it yeah and I I think that Jordan Peele like with his hidden easter eggs like we were saying before they're just so subtle like they are you you really do need to research it but I think that's so important and I think that's what makes a movie like really interesting is Mm -hmm. when they they don't make it so obvious like you're not just like oh that's what 
this means. Like, and it, it also makes it like. Sorry, you can hear my. Dog <laughs> it's okay. Really but I just feel like you can talk about so many things in this movie because the messages and the little hidden meanings are so subtle that it just makes it even more interesting. Because especially if you watch it for like a second time, then you'll be mm-hmm. able to see those little yeah. things and you'll be yeah. like, wow, like I'm noticing this now, noticing mm-hmm. this now, and then you see how it ties in into like the bigger picture of yeah, the movie. Exactly. I almost think that watching it a second time is, is better. Even better. Agreed for sure. You just understand things a lot more for sure. Yeah. All right. So the last hidden Easter egg that we're going to be talking about, although like there is obviously a lot more, is when Georgina, Logan, and Logan is the man who went missing in the beginning, and Walter, they all had something covering their head at all times. Mm -hmm. And you don't really notice this, I feel like, until after Mm -hmm. you analyze the movie and then you really like get it. So basically, Georgina had bangs, then Walter and Logan both wore hats, and they were trying to like hide their lobotomy scars from the Mm -hmm. brain transplants. So you don't really feel like you don't really get that until you understand the whole story and like Mm -hmm. the twist and then you find out like what is actually happening to these people and like the awful procedure that like they literally had to go through and they're literally hiding the scar so then Chris wouldn't find out about it like he wouldn't have a clue so it's just such like a subtle thing and I feel like you don't really notice it until you like analyze the movie and then you just piece it together and it all makes Mm -hmm. sense 100% So now that we've discussed some of the hidden meanings throughout this movie, I'm going to be kind of going over some of the other things that I liked about this movie as well. So again, for me, Anonymous 2, I would say that another thing that I really appreciated about this movie and why I literally recommend it to so many people is because the acting is honestly so phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I think they casted everyone so well. And honestly, just to give an example, I ended up obviously hating Rose's character because she's psychotic. But, But I think that her acting abilities in general were just so captivating like in the beginning of the film she was such a sweet sincere Mm -hmm. type of person and I had no idea she was gonna flip a switch and just become this crazy character and it just happened like her character change happened in the span of a second like there wasn't even like you didn't see the behind the scenes her being like evil in the background she just flipped a switch and she was like okay yeah I'm, I'm in on this plan so I just think that the acting in general was just it couldn't be beat I think the acting is such an important part of the movie because like we always say there can be the concept there but like if you don't have the acting and the characters aren't believable you're not going to enjoy the movie as much so that's another thing that I really appreciated and then I think the final thing that I'll say about this film that I really enjoyed was just the originality of the plot Mm -hmm. I think you know other than the topics that we've already kind of discussed I think that Jordan Peele did such an amazing job at building suspense throughout the movie oh my god I agree like I think yeah like I I don't know if we've mentioned this previously but honestly when you're watching this film you have no idea where it's going like you're you know you 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 know that something bad is going on and something fishy is happening but you can't put your finger on what that is Mm -hmm. and I think that just that thought in general just makes it so much more suspenseful like for example when you're watching another horror movie you can usually predict and be like okay the murderer is gonna come at the end and they're gonna have this fight scene she's gonna kill him and she's gonna get away free in the end yeah right but in this movie you're like I have no idea what's gonna happen like I don't know if it's gonna end well I don't know what the big kind of peak of the movie is like what the climax is and it's just I think he does a great job so uh that's kind of sums it up for my likes of the film but honestly I have a ton more this is kind of just a brief summary otherwise we'll be talking about it forever (laughs) so for me and this is anonymous one my likes are very similar to anonymous twos Mm -hmm. as well as always (laughs) always. 
I agree with her saying the acting in general and like the characters mm. so good like like you said I did not expect Rose to turn so evil like I really thought like she wasn't in on the plan and she yeah. was just like you know being like drugged or something by the parents or like mm-hmm. not drugged but like hypnotized, hypnotized yeah. and I was just so shocked when they revealed that and also like the acting in this movie is honestly so good like you can't tell they're acting like it really mm-hmm. pulls you in I feel like from the second you start watching it and the suspense like you said is so amazing and it just kind of ties in with like the plot itself very very different very original I really enjoyed how it touched on like so many different issues in general mm-hmm. and just yeah. really makes you think like it's not one of those dumb empty movies you watch and you forget as soon as you stopped watching yeah. it like it's mm-hmm. kind of a little bit similar to Colonia for us in a way where mm-hmm. I feel like for me at least I researched so much about the history of the cult and just yeah. everything that happened there and all the history and it was just educational and I like movies like that where like you are able to go in and then do some of your own research and just find out more about the history and kind of just like other world issues and things that have mm-hmm. happened so I definitely think it's really educational even though like it is a thriller movie it had like a very interesting twist on it and just plot and I thought everything was tied in really well together and like I always say I think the acting the plot execution are always so important and for this movie I feel like it was almost close to perfection yeah. in a way like everything yeah. was so good like the acting was unbelievable the plot was so good the execution like the way they filmed the movie I loved it the music was literally so oh suspenseful gosh. like I yes. appreciate the music so much because I feel mm-hmm. like it built the suspense and do you know what the music was so unique like I haven't really heard anything similar in a movie and I yeah. feel like whenever I hear it, I instantly know it's like get out like the movie get yeah. out yeah 100% it's just so cool and different and just the whole vibe it's it's yeah. it's such an interesting movie like I highly recommend it yeah and I think on touching on the music just quickly here I was actually doing some research obviously like we said about the film and one of the first pieces of music in the movie is the song Redbone mm-hmm. um, and some yeah. of the lines in that song are stay woke and I think yeah. that kind of sets up the atmosphere for the entire movie because yeah. obviously like we we're saying it's not just a horror movie it's also quite educational and it touches on social injustices regarding race so you know I think their choice in music as well was just so clever and yeah. really tied into the whole theme of the movie exactly and just kind of reiterating the fact that like there's so much more to this movie when you really do like dive deep and mm. do like an in-depth analysis that there's so many little things you do find out okay. that are just very interesting all right so now we're going to be moving on to our dislike section so i think i'll just start this off from anonymous 2 here and honestly we were both thinking for so long about this because to be honest there are pretty much no flaws about this movie in general and honestly we're we're talking about it and i always say that i hate having no dislikes because every movie could probably have areas where they could improve on i just feel like that's usually the case but for this movie it is so hard for me to fault anything. Um, if I'm being so nitpicky and just like thinking of something, not even to change, but just maybe something that wasn't necessarily like up my alley was towards the end of the movie, it does get a little bit gory. And I think maybe that's something to keep in mind if you're not someone that loves gore. There's like one scene at the end where Chris like stabs the dad with like these like antlers that are hanging on the wall. And it's a bit gory, but honestly, it's nothing crazy. Like it's literally like a five second scene. Like. It's 
it's nothing insane or like out of the ordinary or like there's a ton of other movies that are way worse but yeah. I would say that's literally the only thing I can think of that not even I can fault about the movie but just like something my personal preference I hate gore so I guess just something to keep in mind mm-hmm, for sure and like Anonymous 2 said honestly I don't really have any dislikes either like it was so hard to even like pick something to dislike yeah. about this movie because it's just such a good movie overall but maybe something that bothered me I would say is that the girl like Rose was evil and she like switched so quickly and I was She's like the worst I literally was like oh you bitch like yeah. why yeah. would you do that I just it's just so unexpected but you know what that's what makes the movie so great because you literally can't guess like yeah. you really can't guess the the plot like it's just so unique and another thing but that's not really a dislike it's more of like a, a me being like curious about it mm-hmm. is in real life yeah. just want to know like realistically like is that if you put someone else's brain would they have like would their soul and like personality yeah would it really be there and not not critiquing the movie in a bad way at all i think it's such a cool concept how everything was tied into the movie i'm honestly just curious in like a real life Mm -hmm. um situation that's all like if i know i don't know if anybody's in medicine or something just let us know (laughs) (laughs) hit us up All right, and now we're going to be jumping into our rating section where we rate the movie out of 10. Okay, so I guess just before we actually jump into our rating, we're going to look at what Rotten Tomato rated it, and I think they rated it a 98. Yeah, 98 Which is so good. Thank you, Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, we love you today. Nice. Yeah, yep. we don't have beef with you today. Yeah. Um, it's really good. So 98 is so high and honestly mm-hmm. totally deserved it, and it honestly does tie in with mm-hmm. our rating too, which you're going to yeah, find out in a 100%. sec. So basically for me, Anonymous 1, I think I'm honestly going to rate this movie a 9.5, which is honestly a really solid rating. And I think why this is such a great movie, like I already said in my likes, the characters are unbelievable. The plot is so unique and just so cool. Like literally never seen anything like this. I loved how it was educational and touched on so many different topics such as social injustices regarding race and just so much more. And I just love that when you do analyze this movie, it's not just an empty, dumb movie that you watched and forgot about. It's just something that's very deep and has mm-hmm. a lot of meaning and just mm-hmm. very symbolic as a whole yeah. and like we said the suspense the music just everything in this movie honestly just like checks all the boxes for such a good thriller movie mm-hmm. but the only reason why i'm reading it in 9.5 is i think there's just a couple of other movies that i feel like i maybe liked it a little bit better mm-hmm. not that i didn't like this movie at all don't get me wrong i love this movie yeah. but just some movies that i maybe like go back to a bit more and yeah. i just just enjoy to like them a bit more you know like everybody has different likes yeah. and this is at the end of the day like our personal opinion yeah of course 9.5 is still it's still so good it's just there's just like a couple of other movies that i really enjoy more in the sense of like just because there are just some other thriller movies that are like my favorite ones and i just love them a lot (laughs) yeah like they're like movies you've seen a lot like nostalgic thriller movies and yeah honestly there's nothing wrong with that like to each their own like everyone's gonna have their different exactly yeah but other than that though amazing movie highly recommend love it so much it's amazing Mm -hmm. 9.5 I stand by it for sure and yeah like if you haven't seen it yet or you have seen it let us know how you like it and what your thoughts are on this because it's amazing agreed So I guess moving on to my rating from Anonymous 2, I'm sure as a lot of you can guess, this is honestly one of my all-time favorite movies. And for that reason, I have to give it a 10 out of 10 rating. Yes. 
Yes. This um, is your second I, 10 out of 10, right? I know. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm getting so generous here. <laughs> um, but I think for me personally, I have to give this movie a 10 out of 10 because anytime someone asks me what my favorite thriller movie is or even just my favorite movie in general, I always come back to Get Out. Mm-hmm. I honestly always have that on my list and I have ever since I watched the movie back in 2017. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like we've both honestly recommended it to like all of our friends yeah. and just anybody who's looking for a good thriller. Like it's legit literally. amazing. Like you will love it. Yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, I think literally right after I watched the movie in theaters, the mm-hmm. next day I went with my parents. And then yeah. I think one time my friend and her boyfriend were over at my boyfriend's house mm-hmm. and we put it on because I was like, you guys have to watch this movie. So it's definitely like one of my top recommendations for anyone that wants to watch for a sure. thriller movie. 100%. And then I think just to dive into some specifics, you know, we've kind of already gone over all of these things before, but just kind of retouch on some of the important things about the movie that I really enjoyed. I just think that the movie in general had so many hidden meanings in it that it's one of those movies that you can watch time and time again and every time you watch it there's a new thing that you're gonna uncover and I think that Jordan Peele was just so strategic about this and I just think in general for a movie to be successful you want people to want to rewatch it because obviously like we've said there's a ton of movies that are really good but some of those movies are the types of movies you don't rewatch necessarily oh my god because you just know everything that that, that's gonna happen and the plot just isn't super intricate And I think that this movie just has so many different messages throughout it. And also with that being said, I think that Jordan Peele was very brave on touching on a, you know, very sensitive topic. But I think that this was so important because like we were saying, this is just such an educational moment. Mm -hmm. But, you know, also you have this movie that has a great plot to watch as well. So, you know, I think the movie was very well done. And then also, like I've said throughout this whole entire episode, is just that the acting in general is just so phenomenal. The characters are just casted so well. And, you know, I just think that that's such an important quality of a movie. Like, you want to watch a movie and be able to connect to the characters. 100%. And be surprised when they turn evil. Yeah. Or or are good. And I I just think that this this movie just showcases that so well. And, yeah, I I mean, I could go on and on about this movie. But I think I'll just leave it at that. Because otherwise, I'll be talking forever. So, I think that's why I definitely give it a 10 out of 10. And, like Anonymous One said as well, definitely recommend this movie. All right, and now jumping into the fun segment of the episode where you ask us a personal question on our Instagram and we make sure to answer it. So today's question is, why did you take a break? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So as you guys know, Anonymous One and I did take a week break. You know, we've been so consistent. I feel like so far in this journey of yeah. posting twice a week. For sure. So it was kind of like a, like not like a big deal, but for yeah. us, we were like, yeah. oh my gosh, we're not posting. Like this is crazy. Like we've never not posted. So I guess just to answer this question, I think for me, Anonymous One. Uh, oh, <laughs> fuck again. <laughs> really trying to steal my identity. I so I think for me, Anonymous Two, I actually recently just got a job. So, you know, honestly, it was such a lifestyle change for me like obviously I've worked a job before but it's been a while because I was obviously in school then graduated and so you know it's been quite hectic and you know just a learning curve in general Mm -hmm. and honestly I totally forgot how tired you get oh my god it's after you end the day and all you want to do is sleep so the first few weeks are so draining I agree literally and I was just like I need to just take this week to kind of just like take
take everything yeah. in and and just kind of have some time to myself but for sure you know now we're back and and yeah I think it'll be it'll be onwards and upwards from here yeah exactly and for me anonymous one you know the break was also needed because I'm taking care of my sick cat mm-hmm. so you know just need to administer her like medications and give her fluids yeah. and all that stuff so it was just a nice break to kind of take yeah. a little bit of a breather and just do some adulting stuff if you will yeah, <laughs> so you know so it was just needed and yeah now we're back and we're gonna be pumping out that content <laughs> yes stay tuned all right and now we're gonna be giving a shout out to one of our lucky followers so today's shout out goes to crap flicks podcast Thank you so much for following and supporting us. As always, we really appreciate it. And also just a side note, we've recently seen a growth of followers over the past couple weeks and we are so appreciative of that. So thank you so much again. Yes, thank you so much, everyone. Now, if you want a shout out in the next episode, make sure you're following us on our Insta. So with all that being said, that wraps it up for another Thriller Thursday episode. As always, we hope that you all enjoyed. Thank you all so much for listening. And as we always say, just before we go, make sure you're following us on our Instagram and TikTok at The Movies Podcast if you want to interact with us and to just stay updated. Also, like we say in every episode, if you liked us, if you liked this episode, make sure to leave a review and give us a five-star rating. And don't forget about our bloopers because they're coming right up after this and they're (laughs) hilarious. Yeah you don't want to miss it now with all that being said thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time at the movies oh i got you off when you said the yes i don't know why just do it and got everyone thinking about it thinking or talking oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) my god why am i laughing why am i laughing i don't know rusty this is so awkward okay wait any <laughs> what if does that sound oh cool? my god does it's so cool? hot it's like asmr like very like soothing <laughs> me biting my ricola stop that's really good it's funny um <gasps> oh my god what the fuck oh great my fucking phone died okay from why do i want to say oh, from shit. of from of i know uh, oh my god <laughs> i'll keep saying from of no <laughs> no Oh, shit. Sorry, I can hear you. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Speak. Hello? Hello? It's so lagged. I think it's so lagged. Oh, (laughs) fuck. My voice keeps cracking. My voice is so cracking. Why is it...